Please note that all events, situations and celebrity encounters in Celebrity Cheesing Podcast are entirely fictional. For the purposes of entertainment only, it contains strong language and graphic depictions that some may find disturbing. All celebrity invoices are personated and not very well. If you are easily offended, please fuck off. I understand this is uh, quite a troubling time for you at the moment, but Charlie can fucking do one. You're better off without him. His intentions were not good. I've had a run-in with Charlie numerous times, and he's a dodgy fucker. You know, he he, he comes in with his nice accent, pretending to be your friend, to be all nice, but he's always got ulterior motives, mate. You know, he's dodgy as fuck. He was going to help you escape, but he's going to help you escape to his private dungeon where he would chain you up and he enjoys throwing lumps of frozen meat at people. I watched him rape a chicken. He fucked a chicken to death. I'm not a fan of O'Grady, and what he's doing is wrong, abhorrent. It's just a crime against humanity, but you're better off without Charlie. And inadvertently, Paul's done you a favour. Even though it seems bad at the moment, but trust me, you're better off without Charlie. He was trouble. He's got really sick sexual fantasies. People knew him as the eunuch maker. And he was offering free castrations to people where they'd come to his house, he'd castrate them, and he'd save up all of the testicles he'd castrated and turn them into sausages. And he'd cook himself testicle sausages, minced testicle sausages. The bloke was fucking sick. Gareth, mate, I didn't know that. Charlie's sausages. Made out of testicle. And he seems so nice. Despite the scary accent, he seems... He seemed really nice. I thought you were genuinely going to look after me in here. Wow. And all the time he just wanted me, he just wanted this sweet piece of ass for himself. I mean, it kind of makes me feel better about what I've just witnessed. I mean, you know, I've, I've seen the pog put things up people's asses before. I mean, he's put some all kinds of shit up mine. But he does it with love and care, usually, or quite gentle. You know, you know, the last little session he had with my anus was spherical things, so they've popped up quite easily, but 
I mean, he really did a number on old Charlie. I mean, he, uh, you know, he's got all sorts of different types of dildos. But he, the thing I've just seen him guy, he brought out of like what, like a big black Hitachi case. Brought out this, well, I want to call it a dildo, but it resembled a freaking bollard instead. And he uh, very slowly, just, how do I put it? Put Charlie on it like one of those trolls that used to sit on the pencils. Only they had a stopping gap. Pog didn't let Charlie stop. No lube, slid him right down. No. Can only imagine it penetrated or squished his insides. Basically, guys, Jim McDonald's dead. Make of that what you will, knowing the history that you've just told us. Good thing, bad thing. Either way. Those images are going to stay in my brain forever. Yeah, the thing is, Phil, uh, speaking through experience with Charlie, he has tricked me into eating testicle sausages before. So I guess technically I've cannibalised people. Um, he served me up the sausages. It, well, it wasn't just a sausage on a plate. It was hot dogs. I went round to his house for a barbecue and he served up these hot dogs. They were delicious. Best hot dogs I've ever had. Uh, later found out they were... They were, they were testicles from numerous men he'd castrated. Horrific. Um, I still taste them to this day. You know, five years later, I can still taste the testicles in my mouth. It, it will never leave me. Um, and you're saying that the pogs inserting spherical items up Uranus with love and care, that may be the thing, but do you want it, you know? There's a thing called consent, mate, and you might think you're consenting, but are you really? And on the other thing about Pog taking away Charlie and dealing with him, sometimes, sometimes our villains become heroes for a brief moment, you know? This guy's taken you, stolen you, imprisoned you, turned you into something, not quite a sex slave yet, but I guess you're in training, and he's doing these horrific things to your body using you as if you're just a toy and yet he takes Charlie away and deals with him in a brutal manner so he becomes your hero and you need to get out of that mentality he's not your hero you've seen what he's capable of and if you put a foot wrong he could do that to you or worse okay just remember that it could be worse. It will be worse. He will punish you. He will anally kill you.
if you put a foot wrong. Oh, God damn it, I've done it again. I booked my table at the hotel to Grady. I hired my escort. I went to meet her downtown. And she took me back to her place. And I got mugged. They took up my wallet, my phone. They took my clothes. They drove me out, out of town. Dropped me off naked in the middle of nowhere. Fuck. Jesus. It was such a simple task to go to the hotel and have a meal and and plant these bugs. It's all gone. I spent thousands of pounds on this. Buying the equipment, the clothes, saving money to, you know, buy whatever we wanted for a meal, the wine. It's all gone. It's all gone. Oh, for fuck. I'm borrowing somebody else's phone. I don't... Oh, I can't... Oh, fuck me. Jesus, it was so easy and simple. Oh. Gareth, mate, you really are having the worst luck, aren't you? Jesus. I mean... I know all about tasting balls in my mouth. So I might say a little bit too much, but that's by the by. But um, your latest mugging. Oh, God, that's horrific, mate. Oh, ben, you too now. Jesus, I mean, I can't imagine the sort of sex games they're involving you in. But you and Phil now. I mean, um, shit, it's just you and me now, Gareth. Me, mate. I wonder, um, have you tried um, contacting Hulk, um, like telepathically? I wonder if after your experience with him, which sounds quite enlightening, I mean, that sounds like a truly special, special experience you had there together. Um, but perhaps after that, you might have some sort of telepathic link to him. Perhaps you could uh, give it a go, right, guys? I know things have been quiet for a while. Um, I've done something. I don't know if it's a good thing. It was fairly reckless. Might help, I'm hoping. Um, But I I managed to scope out the Hotel de Grady and lo and behold, he was there on holiday during a pandemic. What dick? He wasn't even wearing a mask. I digress. Um, so anyway, he was just lounging by the pool. And I was keeping an eye. He dozed off. And I managed to sneak up. And I've kidnapped his dog. And I left a ransom note. It said, Paul, your dog dies unless Phil goes free. Last night, I haven't heard anything back. But to be fair, that's all the note said. I didn't leave any contact details. 
Um, so I hope, Phil, you're still okay. Somebody there is not going to take it out on you. Or maybe you've heard something and you could just pass on my phone number and he can contact me. But, yeah, uh, I tried to do the right thing. I've still got his dog. It's horrid. It's untrained. It's shut on my sofa. I've tried to feed it. I've tried seven different brands of dog food. And the only thing it will eat is home roast chicken. It's bloody expensive. Can't keep roasting chickens. But it's not like I can roast a chicken. I put it in the fridge. He won't eat it. It has to be warm, fresh roast chicken. I might just give it back. Oh, fuck. I didn't think this through again. Gareth, mate, you've, uh, it's fair to say you've definitely upset the apple cart here. The pog is not happy. He's fuming. I haven't even seen him in a few days, but he hasn't come to see me. Which is a bit eerie, really. I I could just hear him every now and then just slamming things, shouting raised voices. Saying stuff like, you think you can fuck with me? I don't know. I don't know whether that was a wise move. But, I don't know, if if, if he comes to see me, maybe I can avoid being hurt, possibly by giving him your phone number or whatever, like you said. But, yeah, the pog is not a happy pog. Come to think of it, I saw some of his minions earlier unfurling his gigantic anal stretching rack. Now I've seen it. It is not a pretty sight. I mean, it's got a lot of congealed blood and shit all around it and stuff, which is stuff you'd expect from an anal stretching rack, but. He always promised that as long as I stayed in line that I would never go on it. But I don't know, I think someone, uh, well, I think his chips have well and truly been pissed on. And uh, I'm very worried that my evening might be spent on that. Fingers crossed, I hope not. Oh, fuck do I hope not. Um, I don't know how to say this. Uh, bollocks. Things have got worse. My end. Um, the dog's run off. Fuck knows. Dug out under the fence. I've been searching around for it. Don't know where it's gone. I've got a chicken in the oven roasting that I'll take with me. You know, maybe a truck dip. But, shit. I've been back to the hotel, had a look. It's not there. I'm surrounded by miles of desert. I mean, it's not going to find its way back. It's not like I'm in the middle of the city. (sighs) Hopefully it wasn't had by a fox. There's some pretty vicious cats around it. Bollocks. Sorry, Phil. I keep looking, but...
Okay, so yet again, things have taken another weird turn. Um, Pog had been making some strange noises. He'd been, like, sat outside, and he's got, like, a PA system. And he's, like, doing this really high-pitched sound into a sort of... I mean, I can't replicate it. But it's kind of, like... And he'd been doing that for the past few nights or whatever, and I didn't quite get what it was, or what what he was hoping to achieve from it, but... (sighs) Basically, the dog came back. I can only imagine it's... Pog's got a core, two arms, to haul his dogs. They're so well trained, or under his spell, that when he puts out the call, they will find their way back. So, yeah, Pog's dog is back, and Pog is elated at the moment. Um, so I think. For now, I won't be going on the anal stretching rack. Um, yeah. I also think you might be off the hook as well, Gareth, for now. Depends if you can pog-read the dog's brain and find out who did it, who took him. Um, and I wouldn't put it past him. What I've learned now is the pog has unmentionable powers. Hey hey cheesing crew, we all love cheese don't we? That's why we love the notorious cheesing crew, but the one time we don't enjoy the cheese is when it's on our one-eyed purple people eater and happy sacks, the ladies don't love it either, imagine picking up a sexy broad in a bar, going back to your hotel and getting amorous, then when she takes off your trousers and underpants, she's confronted with some serious pecker fromage, she'll be off like a quicker shot than Oscar Pistorius with a shotgun, but have no fear, the knob cheese grater is here, and it couldn't be simpler, just scrape the grater down your shaft and love spuds and within a few minutes you will be fromage free. Don't delay. Order now for only 12 t pounds, use the code knob cheesing crew and you will get a free red hand towel to mop up the blood, this is exclusive to the podcast listeners, only 69 available so order now. Now back to our poorly scheduled broadcast. Disclaimer, the previous ad was a sponsor. However, the Notorious Cheesing Crew and the Celebrity Cheesing Podcast accept zero liability. Should you choose to use the knob cheese grater and endure any penal and scrotal damages, you do so at your own risk. Oh, Phil, this is getting more perplexing by the minute. Um, yeah, obviously that high pitch sound. Um, obviously, dogs can hear it really well, so that's why uh, Pog's dog has come back. But also, this being any other dogs in the surrounding area are going to have heard that there is now going to be an army of Pog dogs. Oh dear.
Um, this might be quite tricky to infiltrate now. Um, one dog, not too bad. A hundred or so dogs, it's going to be an issue. Um, I'm I'm pretty good at talking to llamas, so I'm I'm gonna go and have uh, a gander down at the local llama farm um, and see if I can enlist a few. Um, might try and get some alpacas as well. Um, try and herd them all up together. Um, go in there with some of the celebrities that are willing to take this on. Um, I hope for the best. It's going to be a war, though. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of bloodshed, but we we will get you out of this film. You know, thankfully, you know, at least Pogs and Lated for now, and for now being the operative word, because oh, it doesn't take much for him to turn, does it, mate? But this is this is good news about you not going on the anal stretching device at least. Again, for now. You know, that, that could change. Tomorrow he might be going on it, mate. You know, today all right, tomorrow not. You just you just don't know with him. He's so unpredictable. But yeah, as I say, um, give me some time, Phil. Um, I'll go and have a word with the llamas. See see what good what that will do. You just you just look after yourself, mate. We will save you. That was a bold move, Gareth. Uh, taking the pog dog there, fair play. Um, thankfully, nothing came of it too terrible. Phil seems to have uh, survived the uh, anal stretching rack for now. Um, and a fair play for going back into Hotel de Grady. That's that took some balls, man. Um, some might say that you perhaps had the perfect opportunity to actually end the pog there. Um, but he took his dog. Um, yeah, again, nothing too bad came from it. So, uh, yeah. Um, it's got me thinking, though, Phil, what you're saying about um, how O'Grady um, managed to call back his dog. Um, I mean, unless unless the dog was actually able to get onto a plane or a boat, which was heading to where, where the pog is, which I'm not ruling out, it's, it's quite possible, Pog dog, who knows what it's capable of. Um, but perhaps yeah, uh, you're actually being held a bit closer to Gareth than we've uh, we've assumed. I mean, perhaps you're actually being held at the Hotel de Grady. I mean, is it worth you nipping down there, Gareth, and seeing if there are a lot of dogs surrounding the hotel at the moment? I mean, that might be a bit of a giveaway. Um, it's good shout, Ben, as well with the um, with the llamas. Like that, I'll see well-known lars and dogs, ancient mortal enemies. Um, yeah, that could uh, you could have something going there, definitely. Um, guys, just a quiet update. Um, I went back to the hotel to Grady. There's hundreds of dogs, hundreds. I have bought myself a realistic dog costume and I'm dressed as a dog. It's going all right. I'm, uh, 
having to eat dog food, of course. Which, to be fair, it's just not too bad. Um, the, the, the grady dog food is it's actually pretty nice. And they stop it into the bowl. If you leave it out for five, ten minutes in the sun, it warms up a bit. It's quite pleasant. Some decent flavours. So, you know, not complaining. And I haven't got a water bowl, but a trough. And uh, if the level gets too low, it'll auto-fill. So, you know, I've got food and water on tap. It's fucking... It's great. Um, but I was a bit concerned I might be found out. Um, but I think my, my dog suit's fairly convincing. I was going to go for, like, a Jack Russell or a Chihuahua, but I thought, I can't. I can't fit in them. So I, I, I'm actually in a Pyrenees mountain dog suit you know it fits my size it's 95 percent realistic and i've been there for a few days nobody suspecting anything so they take us out for a walk three times a day and um the the well-behaved dogs which i'm one of i've been promoted i'm a good boy we get free roam of some of the property so I've been scoping out you know and in the free time I've been playing fetch I've been cocking my leg I've been shitting on the floor and eating dog treats and just being a general good boy um, so I've got a fairly good understanding of how the hotel's working now and to be honest, I could keep this act up for as long as need, as long as needs be. It's it's fucking easy. I'm getting decent food. I've got chicken and rice tonight, and I think we've got um, beef and liver and gravy tomorrow. Um, so food's good, you know. If I just leave it out to warm up a bit, it's it's fine. Uh, but sometimes in the middle of the day, when they give us our liver dinner, uh, and it's nice and cold, it's lovely, it's refreshing. Um, and like I said, I've got water on tap. So, you know, things are going right at the minute. So I'm a dog in the in the sort of grounds of Hotel de Grady. And I haven't seen much. Uh, I've seen Paul once. And he came and he gave me a little scratch on the head and said, oh, you're such a good boy. And, oh, oh, it was, I don't know how I can describe the feeling. It was magical, needed, deserved. I felt like a good boy. I don't know. It was just nice however i've got I've, i'm getting more freedom as the days go on and i'm a i'm a pyrenees mountain dog you know it's it, i'm a little bit hot in this weather um but the weather's getting cooler i'll be all right i've got water and food as i keep mentioning and yeah 
I'll keep you guys updated. Holy shit, I just got a tennis ball. Oh, fuck me, life is good. Hey, Gaff. Come on, Gaff. Yes, good boy. Yes. You like the peanut butter? Oh, I got lots of peanut butter, Gaff. Mmm, good boy. Seriously, though, lots of peanut butter here. Seriously, Gaff. You've really put yourself out here. Fair play. Dressed up as a dog. As a dog. Lived as a dog. Um, I do worry though. Um, Ben's plan with Bilamas. Um, I think we need a little bit more uh, communication here. Let's make sure when uh, the major attack happens from Bilama, you're well aware, Gareth. No, not to worry. I've got the llamas on hold. Um, I've gone and bought myself a Basenji dog outfit. It's like a ninja dog, so you can't bark. Um, I'm going to go to the Hotel de Grady as well, scope it out, ninja-like, have a look, see what's going on. You know, I, I don't want to get Gareth involved in this with the llamas. Because llamas can't tell, like, you know, who's friendly and who's not. They'll, they'll just obliterate everything. Um, so, yeah, if I, if I go in there as the Basenji, scope it out first. And and then we'll try and hatch a plan, I think. I think that's the way forward, definitely. Oh, Nige, mate. Yeah, I love peanut butter. I will lick it off absolutely anything. And they've got tennis balls, they've got the best dog food, and I oh, I had a bull's pizzle today. I got pig's ears everywhere. There's grass. I've been digging holes. Oh, fuck yes, someone just turned that hose on! <laughs> listening to Celebrity Cheesing Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it, and don't forget to snap up your knob cheese graters, especially if you want the missus to indulge you in a blosser tonight. Till next time, cheerio.